Rage released everybody. It's a fucking open market now. Well, Listen, there's a lot of talent out there to get snatched up. Ain't there's a lot of talent that's going to get dubbed. Too? Yeah, that's a fact, LP. Well, <laughs> let's get to the show and let's talk about it, fellas. Let's go, let's go. Let's do it. Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potted streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go rare with your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Amazing. Oh, That's amazing. Welcome, welcome everybody again to the show. It is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFlywit. It's your boy B-I-N-G Ding, you heard. And L P dangerously. 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 Yes. Shout sir. out to we Mr. Kennedy for that one. <laughs> Shout out to the Nation of Domination. We haven't said that in so long. It's been Jesus a while. Jesus Christ. Yeah, for real. Shout while. out to Shout the out Nation. Shout out to the Nation of Domination, Los Boricuas, bro. Facts. Shout right. out to Los Boricuas and the Nation of Domination. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt what's going on, fellas. Shit, man. Another eventful wrestling week. A lot of news. A lot of shit's Word. going down. Halloween Word. Havoc just passed. Yes, facts. Yes, we seen we seen a lot of sports entertainment on both broadcasts. A lot of sports entertainment. You know we seen a lot of traits that show. Yo, we should we witnessed a lot of traits that brick breaker, Braun Bricker. Braun Breaker. Braun I'm gonna call him yo, Rex he Steiner. Put, he put Rex Br- Steiner Breaker was the best Braun name breaker they came up with. But yo. He reminded me of Scott Steiner so much against fucking uh Tommaso Chamba. Now when he was talking to Chucky? No, uh, especially that. Especially <laughs> that. But when he was wrestling uh, Ch- uh, Ciampa, yo, a lot of things that were going on, like his little botches, his fucking, his moveset, reminded me of just like his fucking Very moveset. much Scotty. Yeah, bro. Very yo, much Scotty. Very, very much Scotty. Yeah, he did the Frankensteiner. Sure. Did the like, Frankensteiner. He did the fucking, uh, the, 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 the Steiner recliner last week. Yeah. And they called him a genetic freak this week. Come on, <laughs> might as well give him the Steiner might name. Might as well give him the Steiner names. name. Word. Right. Word. All these, all these dick teases. Like, what are you doing? But I'll, be honest, I'll be playing. honest. I'll be honest. It was kind of hard for me to watch uh, NXT. Because, you know, I was watching my beloved Knicks. Bing bong. You heard? already know what it is. Yeah. Shout out to Grill and Nims. You know what I'm saying? Bing bong. I was going back the, it's the phrase for the 2021-22 Knicks. Oh yeah, it's lit. It's over. He took he took the city over. It's about time. Cause yo, he's been grinding for a minute. I'm glad. And to get this look, this is just a good look for him, bro. He's gonna ride a nice wave off this. Oh, so you're riding with man. the bing bong. I don't hear nobody. I don't hear nobody saying that. I don't hear nobody saying like you know, like it's a it's a gorilla nems thing that bing bong. But you know, I think I'll catch on and you know. It'll, it'll be said later on, but you know, you know, already know what it is. 
Jesus, man. We out here. New York is feeling good, you know? Right, 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 right. Well, we're about Beautiful to be 3-0 right now. We're about to be 3-0. What's what's nah, the live we, we, update, we, thing? Give us the live we update. If we, win to, if we win today, we're 4-1. That's Bing right. from Florida giving us the update in New York from Florida. <laughs> While two of us are living in New York. <laughs> no, I knew. I knew. I was going to let you know, but you asked uh, Bing, so. I know, because Bing's not even making eye contact with us. He's watching the game while talking to us. He's giving us that view that I have, no, I have fear of. No, he's he's turned us- off, he turned off his camera just to see what what's up with the game. You know how, like, yeah. iPhones, you can have the little screen now? On the, on the side, he's like, all right, let me go see the, the game corner, real quick. Yeah. The fucking iPhone's got picture in picture now. Yeah, exactly. Facts. This nigga pictured in picture this, bro. Yo, man. <laughs> the fuck is wrong um, with you, man? Hey, yo. Yo, guys, you mind if I give us, give a little quick update of what we missed last week? We forgot to talk about the G1 winner, Okada. Oh, oh yeah, Okada. Right. Yeah, yeah, whole, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but it happened uneventfully with his match against Kota Ibushi, who got hurt during the match. You know, unfortunately, hopefully he makes a quick recovery. There's a nasty yeah, still. I know. That's that's a nasty. It's the only goofiest thing I got. Bro. That picture is crazy, sir. He looks like he's getting an enema. Like, oh, my God. What's going on over here? <laughs> and let's not forget that the wrestler himself, Shibata, is fucking back, baby. Come on. Look at this yes, guy. Is, this yeah. guy right Everybody here. niggas and... Headbutting niggas and cracking their skulls open. Hopefully he's done with the headbutting. You know, he had a a, 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 a short match with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Hey, he had a five-minute match with him. He had yeah, a five-minute yeah. match. It was an exhibition, so hopefully that'll lead. He said it's, it's leading to him coming back coming back to the ring, so, you know, let, you know hopefully all that works out. Word. Um, but uh, I just want to start off with this because this is brand new. This was out there. Uh, ROH, ROH just letting go of everybody final battle is going to be the final taping that they're doing and that with the hopes of coming back in april for the supercar the supercar pay-per-view that they do but it's not it doesn't seem like that's what's going to happen the way they just let everybody go i give them you know i give them all the props in the world they kept people paid through the pandemic even though they weren't filming anything yo fast bro but um right. I mean this is uh I don't know if this was coming out of nowhere. Some people said it was like a week in the like this was going on for the last week. There was talks about this going down. Yeah, with the parent uh, company Sinclair. Yeah, and I, I was just reading now that there was talks of them trying to sell the the, the ROH library. Sinclair's trying to sell the ROH library for the past year. Wow. And they uh, of course, everybody they're asking for a way, way higher price than what it's thought to be estimated for yeah. like there's no numbers but with the wordage that i read was they're trying to sell the library they've been trying to sell it for a year but the number that you know i'm guessing AEW and wwe I, I, those are the two companies i would think maybe new japan the number that was being tossed around between companies is not what sinclair is trying to sell it for the niggas are trying to sell it for much more than that i mean it's a pretty deep library. It goes back to what, 2002? I think 2005. 2003, know, a little, a little like early, yeah, around 02, because um, RH came into the scene right around the same time uh, WCW folded. So it was around that early right. 2000 period. 
the so one uh, or two or three around there. Like I, I'll say this. I'll say this with the history that ROH has, not only within their own company, but other companies as well. I think they have the most history. When you think about other companies, they have the most history within WWE, as you've seen how NXT was formed. NXT was formed, and basically the people running with the ball there were all ex-ROH stars, if you think about it. Not all of them, but mo most of the champs, if you think, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, um, yo, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, uh, I said Kevin CM Owens, Punk. right? Uh, CM Punk. I mean, yeah, CM Punk went into the main roster, but I'm just talking about NXT in itself. Like, mm. the formation, when, when, like NXT, yeah. When NXT, Sami Zayn. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, yeah. Kyle like O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, yeah, I, Roderick Strong. <laughs> right, there you go. So... You know what I'm saying? It's just like all of that there, I feel that WWE could really benefit from having that library added onto their network because all those guys, a lot of those guys, even even guys that like um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee had a little stint there. He had a great tag team with, Sean, with uh, Shane Taylor from Shane Taylor Promotion. You know what I'm saying? Shane Taylor, that's, that's one talent. I think the talents that I was thinking about when I first heard about all the contracts being let, let go was the whole Shane Taylor promotion, Kenny King, um, Dan Housen, uh, wait, wait, Kenny King, Dan Housen. Dan uh, Housen is fucking over. He's over like Rover, my nigga. Fuck. Uh, Bro. Jonathan, Jonathan Gershom. Dan Housen's the kid with the Gershom. fucking, with the makeup on, right? Yeah. Yeah. He has an exorcist looking face. All the words he uses, somehow he ends them in housing, and it just works. Yeah. Like, the nigga was drinking a beer, and the nigga's like, beer housing. I'm, I'm cracking up. Like, I don't, I'm dying laughing looking at the nigga's Instagram, and I'm like, bro, this dude is over. Like, look at all the people we're taking pictures with. Like, nigga's funny. over, son. And he's a funny, pretty funny character. Bro, that's mad, like, Ring of Honor time. You're forgetting fucking Rush. You're forgetting hey, I didn't even get to it because you... I didn't get to it because you started talking, nigga. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I'm saying, like, some of these guys have... Some of these guys are good because, you know, they can just go back to Mexico. You know what I'm saying? And then... Uh, there's a lot of niggas there that are <laughs> going to end up back on the Indies, like... But a lot... You know what I'm saying? One person that you just named right there that I think Tony Khan really needs to, like, think about Roosh, Dragon Lee. You know what I'm saying? The 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 inception of what Los Ingobernables was. And, yep. if, and if, you know, their, their partnership with New Japan is anything how it was when, the, you know, they had the U.S. title there and all that stuff, fuck it. Let, let fucking um, homie come through. Let Naito come through. Imagine that. Imagine you, you put you put the original Renables, bro. Right. Back together. That would be a sick moment. That would be that's a sick fire. moment. See, but see, that's a sick moment for like wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but still, that's what they're they're catering to at the moment. They're catering to that hardcore wrestling fan base. And I feel like that would be so dope to have. Jonathan Gershom, everybody's been fiending for him to have a match with Daniel Bryan. Why not do it now? What kills me is that I would have loved to see Gershom win the ROH title. 
that's one thing I wish that would have happened before all of this has happened. Doesn't mean yeah. it won't happen at final battle. He could they could end it with him winning the title and then that, what they're gonna booker T him then? Uh, yo, listen, you never know, man. You don't know what's gonna happen right now. It's just crazy to think a whole company is releasing all their talent, shutting their doors, hoping to come back in six, seven months from now. And it's like Yo, some of these guys are going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of them, them guys are not going to be fine. Not gonna be fine. <laughs> That's you know what's like, going to be real? It's going to be a lot see, of the top guys that are not going to be fine. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of niggas in ROH that are in top positions on NAW Dark in the next few months. Like, And I'm not saying it to be funny. It's true. Like, Their star quality in Ring of Honor... It's not going to be the same on a TV show weekly. Only some people can possibly transfer over right now from Ring of Honor and be recognized. Let's be real. Like, yep. not a lot of, there's not a lot of that talent that can. There is some guys that can, but, and girls, not even girls. There's some guys because nobody really knows. None of those girls. They're all new, basically. I mean, it's, it's fucking fucked up, bro. It's rough. Like, it's, it's rough to think about. Like, Especially people that just signed, especially like they just had a women's tournament over over like when in in the earlier part of 2021 they did the pure wrestling tournament. They started bringing in newer talent. They've been bringing in guys that were let go from NXT, like putting them in positions. You know what I'm saying? They had people climbing the ranks and shit. And it's like, didn't they now, just pick up that kid Bronson? Yeah, they they picked up they picked up um no no not Bronson some... not Bronson Reed. They picked up a couple guys from NXT that were let go. The Tyler Rust, yeah, and like a couple of those people. And then they know? they had just they had just signed not too long ago. Uh, this indie talent, her name is Trisha Dora. She's Trisha really Dora, dope. Right, right. She's really yeah. dope, and I I feel for her too, man. It was you know I thought this was gonna be her big break, you know, actually getting to be a part of you know one of the three or four you could say biggest promotions in you know in the United Impressive. States, but yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not going to happen, but, um, you know, I, I can see her. I can see her getting on somewhere else. She's too, she's way too talented not to. Um, One talent that really came to mind, and I feel like, yo, this might, might be, if he doesn't get a shot, it might be the end for him, is Jay Lethal. Oh, no, nah, it's over for him. Because I, I feel he was, he, Jay, we all know how dope Jay Lethal is. You know what I'm saying? Was. And yeah, exactly. He's at he's at an age he's at an age right now where I don't know if he's gonna get that chance. I mean, we saw he's the same age as Cody, isn't he? You know, he's like about 38. He's like yeah, he's like about 38, 39. Nah, he's still listen. Give him a shot. Put him in AW and give him a shot. Let him take the reins and let him be the voice of the voiceless and when i say voiceless i mean you know the talent the minority talent there because that dude can talk he can be a heel he can be a baby face and he can still work he got plenty of people there that he's worked with before that on a national stage in front of a national audience then niggas he's a person that stock his stock might rise going over there and i think they should take a look at him just like a jonathan gresham and a kenny king and a shane taylor you know what Jonathan I'm saying? Grisham, like, yeah. 
Yeah. Not Jay you know Lethal. I think those I think, guys, I, I think they'll overlook Jay Lethal for Jonathan Grisham. Exactly. With no problem. I would. I've recently, uh, the last couple of matches I've watched from Jay Lethal were lackluster at best, bro. Like, honestly, like, he doesn't have it anymore. He's still fucking dope in the ring. Yeah, he's still good on the mic, but he doesn't have the it factor anymore, bro. It's already I mean, past him. He's, he's definitely slowed it down. I mean, he's also part of the creative and part of the office there, so maybe he saw this shit coming and it was affecting his performance in the ring. Maybe he knew that this was coming down. And now that it's done and over with, his battery might be recharged. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of guys there that are like, fuck, I'm fucked. But there's probably other guys there that are like, yes, I'm so good right now. Look at all the places I can I can go work. But like, how do you know that? Because think about think about like how big right now the roster of AEW is, and even people that are strictly like on Dynamite and Rampage are still not getting the time that they need. Then right. you got like then you got like Dark and Dark Elevation and stuff like that. Right. It's not. I don't think it's a sure thing for a lot of them. I think it's like a sure thing for like 5% of them to go anywhere else. Like the Briscoes, they're good in GCW right now because they're the GCW tag team champs. But that's another team, you know, especially with uh with Jay Briscoe, he's he's not it's it's it's, it's wild because he had a, he has a lot of shit. Yeah, he has a lot of baggage. He has a lot of baggage and some of those people in RH do have a lot of baggage, just like Jay Lethal. You know what I'm saying? He had he had that little uh, back and forth with uh, Taylor Hendricks, the, the the girl that used to be with him, and she she said that like she was treated like shit by him. You know what I'm saying? So that that kind of left like a stain on him as well. And I like I said, man, I think the younger the younger talent there, the younger over talent, are going to be the ones that a lot of people are going to be looking at. Yeah, I feel like the older talent, like Silas and all these other guys, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it. I could be wrong, too. We could, we could see it pop up somewhere. Who knows? I'm looking at guys like Flip Gordon and Josh Woods and Matt Taven, those guys. Josh Woods like... is garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> that motherfucker garbage. Oh, hold on. With 106 left in the second, Nick's up 49-45. That, that, and see, you know, you know, eye contact went away. That's fucked up, bro. I'm saying I was, I was trying to put you along. <laughs> Josh, Josh Wood got he's somebody that he's a fucking project there, Ring of Honor. They they put a lot of they've invested time in that dude. Oh, of I course. Think, they, you know. they let him be Jonathan Grisham. That definitely could be something either in NXT. Dude, I, I remember going to shows with LP. And him being the opening match, or like the second, third match on the show, and him getting booed, bro. Word he was not feeling him. Yeah. But that's the he reaction, from, though. He was he came, from, he came from tough enough, so people didn't like him. I don't know. Fucking at least he's getting the reaction. At, I, I that's at, the key, I look man. At this. True. I look at this too. You also got to look at a place like Impact. Like, yo, and yo, this is going to sound so fucked up, but I just, I don't know another way to say it. It's like, Impact is like, like the outreach that's across the street from Flushing High School. <laughs> yeah. So, it's for, so people are going to go to Impact and get GEDs? 
because basically basically that's what that is it works that's though it's consistent it like right. legit they, even if they have financial issues they were consistently there like they were just still this. pushing product out ring of, ring of honor has been around uh, only a year longer than tna and now they're literally out of business and impact still they just put on a fucking pay-per-view you know what i'm saying they're still around still kicking still thriving still signing new talent, still putting out talent. Like, yo, in the last couple of years, a lot of people that are in positions in AW and WWE came from, came from Impact. Yeah, they might have been there before, but they went there and built themselves back up. McIntyre, Lashley, two examples right there. Like, Impact is a place for people from Ring of Honor that are, I would say somebody like a Matt Taven, and I mentioned him before, but that type, that level there, that would be a perfect place for him to be himself. What is he, like the Purple Ranger? I don't know what he does. I don't know what his gimmick is. Uh, he's the leader of the kingdom. All he's right. Oh, the kingdom is back? Jesus. I'm saying when uh, Adam Cole left and shit like that, he took over and he was been Wasn't rocking. Wasn't it him and this other dude with braids and with dreads? That with dreads. Like a horror movie freak. Yeah, this other yeah. dude. They used to call him the Young Stallion, Pauls. Yeah, some like, shit uh, like whatever. that. Yeah, anyway. But somebody like that would thrive in an impact. Now I look at a, a Shane Taylor type nigga. Yes. AEW, I feel like is the place for him. I think so, bro. They need somebody there that has that mouthpiece that's not that's gonna let people know, like, yo, you are not helping this talent out. Somebody gotta be there. Somebody gotta fucking grow a pair and open their mouth over there and say something, cause you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, let's see I what think, happens. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Is, you know, there's a month and a half, not even, there's two months left in the year. I think so Shane Taylor would be better off in impact, We got final battle. I'm pretty sure all the, all the people that's on that car, they're going to show out. So let's see what happens, man. But, um, you know, there's, there's, there's drama everywhere, as we seen last Friday with uh, the belt switch. You know, everybody was talking about it. They didn't want to see it. Ah, uh, this is bullshit. This is just, you know, la uh, lazy booking. And let me tell you something. This should turn into one of the hottest things out right now, bro. Uh, supposedly, <laughs> nobody yeah. wanted to work with Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> talking about it, nobody wanted to walk with uh, work with Charlotte. We seen an awkward exchange of the belts between her and Becky. Becky didn't really say much. All she did was throw the belt. I don't know, man. You had Andrade on Twitter talking about FU WWE. Sonya Deville out here saying that she wanted to bust Charlotte's ass. Charlotte left. Right. You can fucking say bye to adventure, man. I mean, whatever you can think of for this shit has been thought of and said within all the dirt sheets, all all press, whatever it is. Even to the point when they said that like, Charlotte wanted to lose the title to. Bianca Belair that past Monday. My thing is, this shit ain't new. It's fucking pro wrestling, my nigga. Nobody wants to lose their star power. You're supposed nope. to fucking hold that shit for dear life because you don't know when you're going to see that title again. Yep. I mean, Charlie saw it, what, 12 times already? But it, it is what it is. But I don't know, man. Like, I can't, I can't believe... 90% of this shit, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Nobody coming out saying nothing. I mean, of course, it was awkward though. The shit, the, oh, shit yeah. looked, the shit looked a little off between them two. No, there is there's tension oh, yeah. there. You can there's tension there. There's they've had problems apparently. There's you know they're not as cool as as they once were. I think as they once were, whatever the case may be. My thing is this. My take is a little different. I feel like I right, let me ask you this question. What happened on Rampage on Friday? Thank you. Nobody can remember. What happened on Dynamite? What happened on Rampage on Friday? <laughs> what happened on Dynamite on Saturday? Can't mm. remember. But everybody remembers what happened in the segment that was the last part of SmackDown, the last 10 minutes of the show. Everybody remembers that. Everybody. Now, here's my take. It's a fucking work. It's a work. There might be an issue, but it's a work. This is not a personal problem. Get the fuck out of here. And if it is, good. It's better press for WWE. Because at the end yep. of the day, even if there's a personal problem with them, they still got to go out there and work. If Vince says he wants you in the fucking ring, give me 30 minutes and you better make it look good. Fuck that bullshit. What they're going to say? No. It don't work like that, bro. And yet, it was. it turned into like, oh shit, when she threw the belt and then fucking Becky threw it back and all this bullshit. And it was like, oh, all right. Why, well, why would they exchange it nicely? They don't fucking like each other. Yeah, they're both heels, but they don't fuck with each other. Like, they're not supposed to be cool with each other on TV. And if they're not cool with Word. each other behind the scenes, who gives a fuck and makes for better TV? Exactly. Entertain me. Like, I hate this uh, this extra bullshit. Like, Andrade gained his feelings. Like, yo, my nigga, you got work. Like, <laughs> they got you. And even if they didn't get you, you're doing too much right now. You want a whole nother show. Concentrate on learning English for your fucking promos. And leave your wife, who's a way better wrestler and a million times better promo than you, to handle what she got to handle. Calm the fuck down with your bullshit. Yo, Bing, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you, man. Yo, LP, what are you thinking about this, man? Yo, I'm loving what's going on. Like, I believe it's a work, too. But it just, it feels real. You feel me? Yeah, it has like that real tension, that real animosity. Like I can't can't be in this ring with this woman anymore. I mean, like on the fact that she threw the belt at Becky, I wanted it to bounce off of Becky the way it bounced off of Charlotte. I think it would have <laughs> sold it better because Charlotte like half ass caught it and then dropped it. You know, like I was just like they 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 gotta like it's like they they want to like be rough but don't want to get like hit hard you know like what i mean like they just almost sold it right but it was, since it was so sloppy it still worked like it still worked because they had to edit it also if you've watched yeah, they the replay, they edited the whole shit out they fucking they show yeah, the crowd and shit like they show bullshit. they show when uh they don't even show when she throws it you just see charlotte has it in her hand out of nowhere you know i mean so, i uh, wait. With this, man, look, listen, you can say it's work or anything like that, but what we saw between Shawn Michaels and, and Bret Hart back in the day was no fucking work. That was just them really not fucking with each other. You know, when fucking Undertaker wasn't fucking with a nigga, you saw what he did. He busted open a nigga head. He fucking, you know, he he, he did what he needed to do. Rest when, in peace, Canyon. Yeah, rest in peace, Canyon. Um, shit, when ECW came around and the fucking acolytes weren't fucking with the blue meanie and all these niggas, you saw what happened nah. with that shit. 
when they whip public enemies' ass oh, and we never saw them ass. again. Yeah. <laughs> them too. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has happened before. This is nothing new. This shit right here is nothing new. Let them play that shit out. Yep. Like, right now, to be honest, I I would love to see Bianca win that title again. would love to see her win that title again. But this right here has gotten real interesting. Like, right now, I don't even care. I don't even mind watching, Bian- I mean, watching Charlotte and Becky go at it for the 19,000th time. I don't even mind that shit no more. Because I want to see if somebody going to bust somebody's ass. That's it. Well, I think also WWE got to understand that for almost fucking a year straight, they gave us these matches over and over and over again. And it was yep. in the very rear, it was in the very, you know, recent past that this was going on. So yeah. if you know you're building a champion versus champion program for Survivor Series, a marquee event in a marquee market in New York City, you need a big name match. Sasha, I'm Sasha, excuse me, Becky being Raw champ, Charlotte being SmackDown champ. That's a fucking big marquee match. And to have this legitimate tension and have this beef going forward and let this be the catalyst to tell the story between now and Survivor Series, by the time they get there, they're going to want to kill each other. Exactly. And if, even if, and if the point, is, and if they really don't fuck with each other, by the time they get there, they're really going to want to kill each other. And they always say at the end of the day, you don't hit anybody, hit anybody harder in the ring than your friends. And it, regardless of what people might say, when the motherfuckers get into the ring, it's a different mindset. They're not trying to kill each other for real. They're trying to kill each other for us. But they're not trying to kill each other for real. So they're going to go out there and they're going to fucking bust ass. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And of course. If that's what they're going to build to, I bet. Let it happen. Let them kill each other. And then, then be like, all right, tomorrow night on Raw, Becky, you got to defend your title against Bianca Belair. Or after getting your ass kicked for 30 minutes against Charlotte. And then have her, have Bianca take the fucking title from her. But... Let them build it to that. Fuck it. Let them do it. And let them beat the living shit out of each other. Why not? Word. Listen, man, I'm all for it. And I feel like this is uh, this is what Survivor Series needs. Because a couple months ago, everybody was wondering and waiting to see if The Rock was going to come around. Nobody, nobody even cared if there was going to be a match. Now, everybody's caring about a match. And this is going to be great. Yeah. Um, well, another yeah. thing that we've seen last week, you know, we, we kind of like spe- sped ahead to... Um, Friday, but on Monday, we seen a fire four four man ladder match between Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Finn Balor. Seth I saw Kevin and, Owens was going to turn here. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, we, saw, we saw Seth Rollins win um win the briefcase that had the contract for him, which is great. I'm just very scared right now. I'm nah, not, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're I'm not, very scared. But then I start thinking, maybe, maybe this could be good for Big's character. This is, this is, they put a lot in behind in Biggie. They've been planning this since they split up the new day at last fucking draft, yeah. last year's draft. They've been planning this for a while. Like Seth is a made guy there. The motherfucker's Teflon, untouchable. At this point, right now. This is what he needs to do with this character. He needs to squeeze every fucking drop of wrestling out of Biggie he can and take him from where he is. Like, yeah, he's a champion and he's a star, 
but he's not a superstar. Like Seth is a superstar there. So to him, for him to go into a program with Seth for two, three months for lead from now, let's say leading into the Royal Rumble and ultimately beating and keeping the title, that's huge for him. And it doesn't yep. kill Seth's character at all, bro. But and even if they do a title switch, even if they do a title switch, <laughs> it's still good for Big E because him turning around and not having to chase him, they got the whole storyline where NXT tied in, all the New Day and fucking Shield stuff. Like, there's a lot of shit that they can tell with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Understandable. I, I don't think they're going to take the title off him, though. But <laughs> this nigga Seth just lost a... Uh, a trilogy against Edge. True that. So he he he's coming off a big loss. He has a big wing now, but it has to be some type of momentum going into that. He can't just be 50-50 all the time. And that's what I think Seth's been for like the past two years. He's been really 50-50. So it's like, all right, so you feed him to Biggie. What's going to happen to Seth afterwards? Like, what is he going to do? You know, that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like they rushed into that shit. That shit should have been left for Royal Rumble. And if Big E loses the title at the Rumble, it wouldn't have, like, you gave him you gave him a little bit of a run. But Big E got to chase something. He never chased anything. He was always the one that everybody was worried about because he had the briefcase. Yeah, but what do they do with him between now and then, though, if they do it like that? What would, how, what would you do with him? I mean, listen, they have, like, we saw with, like we saw in that ladder match. They got Finn Balor. They got Kevin Owens. They got Rey Mysterio. You could plug in Rey Mysterio to any title match, and it's and it's legit. Yeah, of course, because he's, you know. You know what I'm saying? God. Exactly. He's legit. You could plug in a lot of people like that. But for them to, sh- you know, hot shot Seth Rollins into that, I know, you know, he's a superstar, like you said. But it just, you know, it's like, all right, cool. Maybe Biggie's run, maybe the feel good is over with. That's how I'm feeling sometimes when I see that. I think I think for them to use somebody like Seth helps Biggie and helps legitimize legitimize him a little bit more because yeah, he won the title by 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 cashing in and then he beat Lashley. Yeah. He beat Drew, you know what I'm saying? The last two champions there, two, you know, great matches, great chemistry with big big boys, you know what I'm saying? Now put him in there with a different type of opponent that's going to make him use his motor and the matches are not going to be, you know, 15 minutes of beating each other up. They're going to be 20, 25 minutes of making you work, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. see let's see how how deep you can go in the water like they like to say in wrestling. Like, because Seth's going to take you in the deep water. He's going to take yeah, you 30, yeah. 35 minutes. I don't think it just hurts him at all. I think at the end of the day, your job as a heel is to make the babyface champion look good, especially if there's a champion that they've invested so much time in and groomed to be in this position. Seth is in the perfect position with his character to make E and take him to the next level. Whatever way they do with Rollins after this, if they turn him babyface, because it kind of seems like they're doing that because he's getting a lot more cheers, so I can see after this program maybe, maybe. something like that. But... um I don't think this hurts him at all, bro. I think he needs a feud. Uh, he needs a he needs something to carry him into Survivor Series through Survivor Series because you know they're doing, you know they're gonna do the champion versus championship. Yep. I, you know what I mean? I I think he need. What do you think, LP? Like, how, how do you think this works out for both of them? 
Honestly, I I could see a feud happening between Big E and Seth. I think okay. right now it's good to see Seth take the elves. It gives him it gives his character more of a meaning because he he knows how to sell craziness, like somebody who's right. breaking mentally breaking down, you know, and is at their last will to fucking not kill somebody, you know, not cross that line into like putting somebody in the morgue. Like what Goldberg did. The only thing about Goldberg is just like he kept saying it. It was just like, oh, come on, stop, stop. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Like Seth ain't saying it, but he's showing that he's like at his fucking, he's almost at his end. Yeah. If he would have lost his ladder match, who knows what he would have done next. Like right. I mean his absolutely. character work it's uh, fucking dope. I think here, man, it's just everything's like throughout the pandemic. Like when he first started, the whole like Seth Rollins, him being like you know, the uh, him and the Divinian, and you know, like being that yeah. dude from Waco, Texas, and shit like that. Like, uh, like honestly, I see this lasting until WrestleMania, and Seth takes that WrestleMania. Oof. I mean, the money match is there with him and Reigns one day. We Definitely. know that already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we got it. We got it at one point. I mean, it wasn't when Reigns was at his best, you know, because it was out of money in the bank, and that's when uh, Dean Ambrose cashed in. But I think, you know, that's going to be a match to look forward to in the next year. In the next year coming, I think there's going to be a Seth and Roman match somehow, some way. I think SummerSlam. But I Wait, think... wasn't that – didn't that money in the bank well, – didn't – it was Roman, Seth? Seth yeah. Roman and then Dean Ambrose cashed yeah. in the yeah. money in the bank. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm yeah. about to watch that after this. That was a good point. That was a good pick. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. But um, you know, let's see, let's see what happens, man. I'm all, I'm all for Biggie keeping the title, you know, and keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, new yeah. day forever. Like honestly, he's he's gonna <laughs> lose the title one day, but I think yeah, yeah, of course, of course, nobody's Bruno San Martino, bro. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of wish the closest yeah, thing we got though is fucking the tribal chief. Fuck around, he keep that title for three years, yo. <laughs> Some shit like I would, that. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that. Oh my god! There's, so, there's a lot he can do. Hell, for real. There's, there's ways that they can they can do that, and yeah. if they, if they keep coming up with the ideas that they coming up with, because listen, I mean, we're gonna get into that in a minute, but bro. Everything that nigga touches is gold. The shit they've been they just doing now with the Heyman shit. Like it's just yeah. it's just perfect writing, acting, timing, everything. And then yo, Roman's just so like yo, hold on. He's just that nigga, bro. And we just shout out Brock Lesnar. Facts. Yo, Brock Lesnar is fucking amazing at what he does, bro. Yo, people, people talk about his offense and how amazing he is on offense. And, yo, he is because, yo, at the end of the day, that nigga can do some shit for his size. But, yo, oh, yeah. his selling, his selling is second to none, bro. He sells. He might be one of the best ever at that size, at that, just that monster. Like, when he starts getting beat up and he starts fucking coming from behind and you see him taking bumps, you're like, bro. Yo, this thing is gonna lose. Like, oh, yep. he really makes you believe. Like, oh shit, he's fucked up. Like, dude is, dude is, dude is one of the best, bro. He's one of bro. the best. And I think you know, having a one eighty of an attitude from from the crowd right now for a segment for a segment that involves Roman and Brock 
is crazy because the last time Roman and Brock had any type of you know altercation, even from the from the beginning, people were like you know praising the fact that fucking Seth Rollins came in and cashed in because they hated everything, even though that match was like kind of it, it was it was pretty crazy. At WrestleMania, yeah, that, match, that match is fire. Don't get it. Oh yeah, them niggas beat the shit yeah. out of each other. I love that shit. I love that shit, man. But um. To see how the crowd is invested into what they're doing now is just, it, it's telling. And, and it shows you that, you know, WWE, even though at the moment people ain't like it, they did get it right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, shout out to, I just wanted to shout out Brock Lesnar, bro. He's doing fantastic work right now, man. Thank God oh, he's God. uh he's there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, See you at Royal Rumble, guy. What's up with, uh, what's up with your boy Greg Hamilton, Bing? Yo, so I'm on Instagram, minding my motherfucking business, looking at ass, <laughs> and I see, I see somebody post a screenshot with Greg Hamilton calling out Westside Dunn for using his voice and what he quote says, quote unquote, your kindergarten raps and all this shit. He's gonna sue him for everything he's worth. That he's gonna be selling. He's going to be delivering food for DoorDash and blah, blah, blah. He's going to get WWE lawyers involved and all this shit. Somebody must have talked to him because he took the post down and he starts promoting Wale shit, which, listen, if you listen to Wale, I mean, not everybody has good taste, so I can't say anything. I can't tell you anything. You do your thing, but whatever. But he's going hard. Like, the fucking album's the second coming of the blueprint. Like, he's just ODing. Come to find out. <laughs> Yeah, man, smacked the shit out of his bitch. Not like a couple days before that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll his, woman, I'll his woman. This nigga said, "Bitch, Jesus Lord." He hit his girl. Whatever he did, he did something to her because she Is that posted proper terminology about it. though. His woman. I mean, listen. <laughs> he hit a woman that he's involved with, right? Ah, that's so. There correct. you go. <laughs> so she posted something about it, right? She posted it, but she also deleted it too. But wah wah, I'm too late. Somebody peeped it. He gets released. He posts this whole shit talking about, don't believe what you see on the internet. This is a mutual release. Oh, I already have a show hosting a children's show on Peacock and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and all this bullshit. But, blah, you blah, know, blah. it's just so funny how you say what you say, you talk all this shit, you take it down, and then you let go literally 24 hours later. He's known to do this. He's yes, he's known to get drunk and post dumb shit. It's not the first time. And here's the thing. If you read the post, the way he's talking in the post, he's talking like, like a tough white boy, like a white boy that grew up on the street. He's using certain words and terms in there. And I'm like, he's like, don't let the internet gas you up, you heard? And I'm just like, oh, hold on. Where, where you grew up? With talking <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? Look, he's from Cincinnati. So I'm like, oh, all right. It's a tough town. They got tough white boys in Cincinnati. It's a tough Yo, white boy. Regardless boys. of the fact. But whatever. But it's crazy though boys. that, but, but peep this though. Here's the funniest shit. Westside Gun don't say nothing. Everybody in their mother's tagging him, tagging. I know he sees it because he's, he's God. He sees everything. Did, did so what does he do? Did you see the he post? He a picture with Justin Roberts. <laughs> Yo, exclusive merch coming to AEW, fourth row collaboration shit. Like, 
I'm like, yo, this nigga don't lose. Like, you stupid. You you must have not did your homework before you jumped on the computer and started talking about fly right. guy. You bugging the fuck out. Facts. Look what happens now. Yeah, I like I like what he said in the post though. He's like, yeah, what did what he say? Oh, he's like, so so what I gotta do on on my fourth row shit. I'm broke, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Shout out to Peyton Fuller Hood Classic, let me tell you. Facts. Oh man. That was amazing, bro. Yo, listen, they don't Water. they don't know what the fuck. <laughs> They don't know what the fuck it is, bro. Oh, they don't my know. God. They out. They don't he, he was looking for it because he's had so many instances like where he just goes on a fucking tangent about whatever. And then he'll he'll either apologize or take the post down. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, stop it already. B. Yeah, they've let they've let a couple of things slide already with him and his bullshit. So yeah, whatever, man. man. Fuck him. Oh, All I say is yeah, this, bro. Bullshit. This is a show. Our show is about wrestling, hip hop, how they coexist, how they tie into each other so much. And for the announcer of WWE to go out of his way and talk shit about somebody like Westside, who is a huge fan of the genre, has literally made it part of everything he does from his music to his art, to his fashion, to everything. There's wrestling involved always, song titles, all types of shit. Yep. Like, this is legit. This is not something that's a marketing scheme. You can tell that shit comes from the heart with that nigga. He's at Word. every fucking event. He's always ringside. Like, you can't miss him. He has 800 fucking chains on. You can't miss I remember when Matt Riddle came to the ring and pointed at his shit like, oh, nigga, you gonna blind me. What are you doing? <laughs> Greg Hamilton, you sat 20 feet away from this dude. You couldn't walk over to him and ask him, yo, why do you use my name as a song as a sample? He probably, probably would have paid know. you for it right there. Like, he probably yo, didn't even know, though, until somebody put it out there and tagged him. How you mad, though? How you mad, though? How, how does that upset you? In what way? Why? Because you're a Wale fan? Yo, Wale sucks. I'm sorry. He's trash. All right, to so each his own. listen to Wale. To like, each his own, I guess. Niggas are cool. each his own, bro. Shout out to Westside Gun. Do, 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 do. Wale's for the culture too, bro. I mean, I I guess there's a place for everybody. You know, you get your little piece. I'm not a fan of the whale, but you know, go ahead. Of the whale, this fucking guy. Oh, Bing, you're such a fucking guy. Shout out to DC though. They got some bad ass African chicks in DC. Son, Lord have mercy. You ever heard of Eritrea or I can't say the country, but yo, every chick look like a model. There, never heard of it. Look it up. Look it up. You're gonna be like, oh, big, you right. God, nigga, I, I do my research, nigga. Nigga, trip, nigga. I'm out. Africa, but, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> WWE is gonna only have nine pay per views for 2022. Is it nine or have they not just announced the other three? They got nine scheduled. They got day one, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania 38. Uh, for May, pay per view to be determined. Uh, June's mm-hmm. pay per views to be determined. July, Money in the Bank at uh in Vegas at in the Vegas, Algin yeah. Stadium. Uh, yeah, SummerSlam, SummerSlam. SummerSlam is gonna be where the Titans play in the Nissan Stadium. Uh, then you have and SummerSlam is gonna be July 30th. We got a couple of Saturday pay per view events because day one is a Saturday mm-hmm. event. Royal Rumble's a Saturday event. 
you know, WrestleMania two nights, one is Saturday, Money in the Bank is Saturday. Uh, the pay-per-view is going to be September 3rd or 4th, but it's looking like it's going to be the 3rd. Could be another Saturday. Survivor Series next year at the TD Garden in Boston is going to be on a Saturday. Mm. What's your thoughts on Saturday pay-per-views? I, I think like it's it. about damn time. I like it a lot. I like it. Yo, for nice. real. Yeah, right? You if don't we got to wake kids, up in the morning. All if crazy. we were kids, this would have been a go-to. I go think, yo, what? more people would have been in my house, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been crazy. Word up. Your mom would have been tight. She'd be like, yo, some of you niggas gotta sit in the hallway. Y'all can take turns coming in. Each match <laughs> You hungry? Okay, I'll feed you. Just stay there. I'll feed you. Just stay, stay out in there. the staircase. <laughs> oh my god. That would have been dope. I like it. I think I think this is them experimenting with a little change because AEW has Saturday pay-per-views. They also have Saturday pay-per-views where they're up against nothing else. Yeah. Right? So it's like, why not do it on a Saturday? No UFC, no none of that shit, nothing. Nobody else really does pay-per-view on Saturday, so why not fucking try it? And no, you, UFC, maybe, maybe UFC is always a Saturday pay-per-view. Right, but that's boxing. what I'm saying. You do it, you do it on nights where it's not you never know though you never but not know. even that it's not even that like you know these events their main event happens late so you could still run a wwe pay-per-view and then catch the ufc after 11 yeah, exactly yeah like, you'll be good yep as long as they don't try to do go crazy like what they did a few years back with a seven hour wrestlemania holy but shit that, that's the catalyst that led to them being two nights and even with that, they're still fucking six hours plus. But that's another story. Yeah, hey, word. They got to put that back down to three hours, bro. Right. Yo, I mean, I, mean, I think... Yo, do you remember when, when WrestleMania was only like three and a half, maybe four hours? Maybe, maybe four. four hours. Maybe. Right. You would have... In your house would be an hour and a half. An hour, like literally 90 minutes, maybe 100 minutes, maybe like... Sometimes you wouldn't even scrape two hours on some of those shows. You know what I mean? Yo, for real. Yo, Fucking I'm... good times. Yeah, man. God damn. Now pay per views. You're like, is this shit gonna end anytime soon? <laughs> I, got some, I gotta work in the morning. Yo, for real, bro. It's, it's getting it's becoming right. tedious. Main event. Main event's about to start. Jesus Christ. Like this shit's cool, but nah, you should have been done with this at eleven fifteen. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like yo it's 10 30 we're gonna have uh ricochet versus mansoor we're like oh god when is the point? <laughs> <laughs> when is the main event coming what the fuck yo, 10 30 fast, 15 15 diva battle royal exactly but um <laughs> i kind of like the fact that there's only nine and there's some type of time between pay-per-views i like yeah. that uh as you can see yo it goes from royal rumble to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. There's nothing so, in February. I mean, there's nothing in March. Right now, I don't think it's going to stay like that, though. I think this is best for them to stay like that because what they can do during this time is have, like, those Super SmackDown shows and those Super Raw shows. Have those shows be more pay-per-view-esque because they're making their well, own, I mean, they're making more money on, on TV than they do with these pay-per-views. Right? True, not, you know, not, besides WrestleMania, we know WrestleMania is the you know the cash cow. But they're back on the road now, so 
why wouldn't you do an elimination chamber? But, all right. So look, we have three pay-per-view events that are scheduled September, May, and June that are TBA to be determined. You know what I'm saying? To be announced or whatever. Yes, yeah, be. But um, yeah. I mean, why they, don't already, they, flip they already like got the arenas, and look, the June fifth is an all-state arena. They're going, they're going to AEW's backyard. How about how about this? Right, they always do elimination chamber is usually the lead-in to to WrestleMania, right? That yeah. should be a last chance for somebody to get a title shot or to get into a title match or whatever the case may be, or to even win the title, or to even win the title. Why don't they? change that they already have money in the bank scheduled for the summer right so why don't they keep elimination chamber for one of those later shows and it's the same concept except there's no champions not for set for something going into leading maybe leading into the summer the pay-per-view leading into money in the bank you know i'm saying like you win elimination chamber no champions are involved right but you win the elimination chamber and like Money in the Bank, you can challenge any champion, but you could also challenge the Money in the Bank winner for the briefcase. So you have a shot at a championship, but if you're a smaller guy, let's say let's say you're a Seth Rollins type, and the champions are fucking Roman and, and you know, Big E, and you're like, mm, I really don't want to fight one of these big niggas. I'm going to hold on to this to see. Somebody loses the championship, you can go and use that to fucking beat the money in the bank winner now you have the fucking money in the bank contract as well so you got your title shot and you got the money in the bank fucking contracts you got two title shots in your pocket you can pick and choose or fucking pick both you know what i'm saying do some shit like that spice it up a little bit elimination chamber is a fun match but they always do it at the same time of year and you always kind of get the same result you kind of know who's gonna win going into them shits yeah have an idea of maybe, where it's gonna maybe go. You do that, maybe like you said, maybe you just do it in the summer, right? That's you, you know do it I'm in saying? the summertime it's instead of leading into WrestleMania. I think that'll be good for that June 5th pay per view because then that, that could set up uh, a main event for Money in the Bank, and they need a fire main event if they're going back to that stadium and they're gonna try to fill right. 60,000 people, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I think. But um, like I like I said, I like the nine. I like that they're giving us time between pay per view events. And from what it looks like, the last pay per view event is Survivor Series. Fucking good, you know. Fuck it, don't do nothing in December. No, don't give me TLC. That shit is that shit is Word. beyond fucking garbage. More, you know Word. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, never forget. This year. Listen, man, I'll never forget me, Shice, and LP going to fucking TLC. And it was that uh, that insane asylum match. Oh, uh, Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose. That shit was trash. Oof. That shit was hard, bro. That that made me realize why watching at a bar or at home is better than watching live for cage matches and shit like that. I was like, damn, you don't get to see much. You just see a fence, and you're trying to hope you see the action <laughs> inside. Yep. Yeah, you gotta look up. You gotta look up to the screen to watch and shit. It's not. The yeah, same. and even that, their fucking camera angles are trash. But when you're watching at home, they're hitting all fucking types of camera yeah, angles. All the spots, man. Yeah. yeah. So fucking. Unless you're going to a Raw, SmackDown, or a Big Four, Big Five event, 
I wouldn't go to a, a, a secondary pay-per-view show. I don't know. It's just me. Like, I just, you know I mean, that's just me. Yeah, I we smash it off. <laughs> but, uh, Absolutely. I need Survivor Series on my list, God damn it. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm hoping to go this year, man. Hoping I think to- the reason why we went to that was because of AJ Styles' first Roman Reigns. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Was it, what, wasn't it Roman versus Samoa Joe? Was it Roman and Samoa Joe? Nah, no, Roman hey. versus Samoa Joe was when y'all went to Izod, right? I think yeah. so. And that was with like Brock Lesnar and Braun doing? Strowman. Damn, I don't show. I can't even remember to be honest. Well, Roman, was, it, was it Roman versus Joe the main event? Yeah, that pay per view was garbage. I know the show, the match that opened that was Daniel Bryan against Big Cass, and that was Big Cass's last match in WWE. Yep. And he was it was one of like those. It, it was one of those. Yeah. We know that we were there though. We know we yeah. were there. No, nah, yeah, I was there. I know you guys were lit because <laughs> I remember talking to y'all. Nigga, Nats was was sauced and upset. This is fucking bullshit ass pay per view. Yo, so upset. I was so upset. So upset. <laughs> took oh, my money. Man. It took my money and my time, bro. But it's all good. It's all good. Look, look where I'm at. I'm over here with you guys. Years later, still talking about this shit. Ain't that some? Ah, it's so good, yeah, right? There's plenty of shows coming up to go to, brother. Plenty of shows. Word. But uh, guys, before Ooh. we leave, before we leave here, um, Cody Rhodes. Anybody got thoughts on that promo? Fuck Cody Rhodes and his promo. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> what do you What do you think, LP? Dogs. That's what I think, <laughs> bro. I, I <laughs> yo, I, I, you know the parents from the Peanut cartoons. That's why I kept looking at him. I'm like, yo, he is not making any. <laughs> Valuable sense to me at the moment. Why is he in the ring? <laughs> Yo, and then said nothing. And then they allowed fucking Andrade's to speak his terrible English. And I was just it, like, damn, be- Bing's right, bro. He needs he needs somebody. But look, didn't I say this though? They didn't I say this when we were first talking about Andrade going to AEW? I'm like, Yo, he needs a mouthpiece. He can't do it. Everybody was like straight. Like, oh, why they didn't let him talk? Look, he could talk English. He said probably 15 of the words that he really know. Yeah. In that promo. That's why it sounds so good. This nigga can't even say bitch. <laughs> I make you my bitch. It's all good. It's all good. He sounds like my uncle. It's all fucking good. You know what I'm saying? And that's why they got him with Malachi now. Malachi should be the one talking to him, oh, my nigga, they Yo, had facts, him, they had him with that one dude before... <laughs> I felt like this yeah, guy yeah. watching it. I was like, yo, bro. Nah, nah. Uh, <laughs> he was trying to play a heel, but he's like a skinny nerd, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Where's Alina? Oh, I forgot. She's queen of the ring. <laughs> yo, shout Who's out to the queen right? of the ring. Alina Vega or fucking Andrade? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Whose career's trajectory is on a high? I'm kind of like just cruising the fuck along. Don't know where they're going. This bitch. Is out here winning matches on on pay per views on Raws, getting pushes like a motherfucker. Look, listen, I know, bro. They have a lot with Andrade. (laughs) They Uh have a lot to work with with Andrade. Maybe they just need to repackage him. Maybe he just got to stop coming in with the suits. Maybe it got to be something else. Nah, the suits is cool. I like the little gimmick. It reminds. It gives you that. A little single in this vibe without them saying right. it. You feel me? Right. 
The thing is, he needs a mouthpiece. He could, yo, he could rap his rap in fucking Spanish, but yo, bro. Yeah, exactly. But have somebody that misinterprets it on purpose, like just fuck, like completely dumbs it down for white America. Like he's like, ah, you're city trash or you country <laughs> bro garbage and shit like that. And he's just calling them bitches and all that shit and, and fucking perros. Yeah, and we're just I'm going wild on in Spanish, yo, bro. This is why I like Alberto Dario. I'm not talking about the guy. Who played a, you know, like I'm talking about the character. No, nah, yeah, yeah. The guy's a piece of shit. Talking about the character, the way he would just come through, and he had better English than, than Andrade, and then he'll just switch Absolutely. it into Spanish, and then he had his own announcer. Who works for AW now, by the way? That's I think. Beautiful. Well, I think if they used him in that role of being Andrade's mouthpiece, because he speaks fluid English and fluid Spanish, that shit would work. I think he it will, he just signed to AW. He's part of the Spanish announced team. For what was it, Roberto Rodriguez? Roberto yeah. Rodriguez, yeah. And he's a wrestler. I've seen him wrestle here independent. He's a fucking luchador. That chubby bastard did a 450 springboard. I almost lost my shit. I didn't think he was going to make it, but he did. It looked like he was going to break his neck, but he got <laughs> he over. like that? <laughs> he didn't land torture himself. He got over. He wrote it. He didn't land torture himself. Bing, Bing is like, oh, yeah. pretty good. That was nasty. That was nasty. Yo, the Lance Yo, Archer shit. Now that you got you got mocks up. Hold there. on. We, we didn't even talk about the Cody promo. Oh yeah, yeah. let's get back to talk about it. Let's talk, let's talk about listen, the Cody I think promo. Him, LP, I what think you gotta him, say about it. Yo, listen, I think him no LP already said what he had to say. I think that him just like he was the kind of, it sounded like he was kind of like patronizing the crowd. Like he was just saying, like, I'll never turn, you know. I know you guys are booing me. You know, you're the crowd. You can either boo or you can either cheer and all this other stuff. I think. Yeah. He, and then he started sucking his brother's dick, me of? which is cool. But it reminded me of kind of like, not not so over the over the top, but like kind of like Mick Foley when he was in ECW. Like, I'm hardcore. And he goes around like that. He's like, I love you guys. I'm wrestling. I'm wrestling. This is wrestling. Hated him when he did that shit. <laughs> I'm hard. Hated him. Yeah, but you know what it is with Cody? Here's the thing. Mick, Mick, Mick has this still, no matter how much he tried to be a heel, once people, I mean, I'm talking about after mankind, after people, you know, after the glow, after the, the fucking curtain was drawn back and everybody saw that he was really Mick Foley. Yeah. There was really nothing he can do for people to boo him because he just has this likable trait. He's just like an everyday Joe Schmo kind of fucking guy. Cody's a, a fucking dickhead. Cody's a fucking dick. How He's do you know? Dick. You know him personally? Listen, listen. <laughs> Cody's a dick raised with a silver Somebody. spoon in his mouth, does not acknowledge his Cuban side at all, marries a black girl, definitely patronizing his parents doing that shit because they from the fucking deep south. Then... You go to WWE, you get all these opportunities based on who Poppy was, because it's true, and he admitted this. After a while, it was on his work. Then, there you go. You do that shit. You leave, you make your name on the Indies, New Japan, start AEW, and yo, when I tell you for a moment, the motherfucker was the hottest baby face on the planet Earth. Nobody could touch him. But he started sucking his own dick. The first thing he did was get that fucking... Aryan Brotherhood tattoo on the side of his neck. 
which I just don't understand, like, that automatically is going to get you heat. I don't care how much of a baby face you are, that, people are going to look at that and think you're a fucking asshole. Wait, why can't he get an I, American I, flag tattooed in the side of his I, neck? Wait, I, re- I really think, <laughs> hey, yo, wrestling fans are... Yeah, wrestling oh, fans are that. Yo, what are you talking about? He remember he came to what was it, Dark or Dark Elevation? He, he's a luchador. That's him another and, Dan- him and Daniel Bryan are luchadors. <laughs> no, it's not, it wasn't Daniel Bryan. It's fucking Fuego del Sol. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. Like no, bro. but Daniel Listen. Bryan. They're saying that Daniel Bryan showed up too. That it might be Daniel Bryan. They showed up as a luchador. Jesus Christ, this nigga's doing too you much. Guys man. are having fun, bro. man. Nah, yeah. man, it's not. It's it's not. It, I get it. It's for having fun and all this shit. You know, do your thing. You're booking fun. your own shit. It's not fun to me. Bro. They're you're mocking Bing. No, you're <laughs> mocking the. You're mocking the audience. They're mocking no, they're Bing. Gonna go Bing's the just like you're. Gonna go ah! <laughs> Imagine Bing front row one day at an AEW event, and he goes, "Hey, Bing, this is wrestling. You like it? Do you like <laughs> it? <laughs> I love you too. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to him." Things like that. Yeah, Here you go. <laughs> you fucking stardust fuck. Oh my god. No man, fuck all that, man. The dude, listen, he's definitely he's pandering to the audience. He's definitely gonna keep drawing this out. And eventually yeah. he's gonna turn heel. He's gonna turn heel probably against Daniel Bryan or some shit like that. But it's gonna happen. He's not gonna stay doing this shit. He's too smart of a character. It's Google Infinito. That's that's, that's Daniel Bryan's lucha name. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I saw Cody Rhodes in the singlet that was too baggy with the mask that was too tight. He looked like a fucking idiot. He he put on Big Show singlet and Fuego Del Sol's mask. Yeah, that definitely looks like some fucking Daniel Bryan will wear. But yo, that was another one on EW. Real quick. Shout out to Heel Mox. That's all I gotta say. Yo, he's out here. He's out here acting like Hannibal Lecter, bro. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Split Ten's head the fuck open. Not only that, everybody. Bro, he also he broke his arm like eight like a year ago when they wrestled the first time. Yeah, is he? But is he looking to get hepatitis? I don't give. I don't think he gives a fuck at this point. (laughs) Or as Woodrow said, Peter. <laughs> oh, oh man. But yeah, shout out to Moxley. Uh he looks like he's gonna turn heel quick. Yeah. He's looking like he's gonna get he's on already heel. Nah, nah. So he's very beloved. Walks through the yeah. crowd and everything. Definitely. Yeah, but he's so not it's not the same. Here. He's not walking through the crowd like he was like a month ago. He's fucking pushing motherfuckers out the way, getting in the ring, whipping ass, and he's out. Yeah, there's no celebrating. There's no standing on the court on the turnbuckle. There's no none of that shit. Like you can tell by his promos, he don't give a fuck right now, and it's good. Not that AW needs another heel, but he needs a heel turn. He does. Yeah. Or, or he, he does. He needs something meaningful right now. Yeah. He's just they're trying to ride him like he's fucking the new McFoley, the new fucking uh, Sandman type gimmick, yeah. and. He's it's gonna he's be him in that, bro. He's, you know, he's he's he showed that he's more than you know, a violent wrestler. He's a fucking psychological fucking storyteller too, bro. It's gonna be him and Daniel Bryan in the finals, and I think that's when he finally stamps that heel turn. 
You know what I'm saying? Whether he wins it or not, that's when he's going to really solidify it. And, oh, the Knicks are up at 13, 82-69. Just nice. FYI. Bing, pay attention to us, okay? I'm excellent. watching you no, guys. No, excellent, Bing. Excellent, Bing. Thank you for the update. Thank you for the update. You're welcome, LP. Thank you yo. for the people who appreciate it, you fucking prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I uh, ask a real question? What's up? What's up? Is CM Punk boring now? Yes. Hold on, but they're telling a pretty cool story with him right now. He He's not the same CM Punk that we've seen in WWE in years past, but they're showing, they're, they're telling a story. I feel like the story that they're telling right now is every time he's going up against an even better talent, he seems to be really losing gas. Like, yeah. he seems to like having to do a whole lot more in order to win that next match. And as you saw with Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish, you know, I hate to fucking mention his name, but he did the Hogan, the Hogan, the three, three and uh three and one eighth count. You know, he just got his hand up. He just got it up there. The three and one eighth. <laughs> that was three. That was three. That was three, that three and one eighth, bro. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I just feel like very interesting. Once you start seeing the matches he's had, those last four matches, it went from like, you know, good, good, or, or now he's like slowing down. Like now it looks like him, he and, Dar- him and his own. Him and Darby had a had a really good match. Yeah, yeah. And then he went. Then he went up against the the Daniel Garcia kid, right? Yeah. All right. And then he went up against no. He went up against Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs. Oh, it, right. it was all right. Then Daniel Garcia with that kid is a starting to make facts. But the match against Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish took him into deeper water. Yep. Here's the thing with CM Punk. I think since they brought him back, they've definitely overexposed him, bringing him out for every show. Yeah. Everything. Well, when you, intro, you see him come out to the announce table. And it's like, yo, we don't need that intro here. Like, you do that off camera. Yeah. And he was talking, uh, Pong, and then music hits and whatever, and he goes to the table. <laughs> don't don't start fucking dynamite with him coming out to go to announce the show to like, the announce table, right? Yeah, that's just. Right. I'm like, yo, okay, cool. Uh, what's up with the first match? Let's move this along. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But his matches have been good, though. His no, his matches have been, have good. been good. I just feel like. If Why does he need to win all of them? We no. Why does he need? Why does he need TV time like that? Like, give us the matches, cool. But we don't need the intro to the announce table. I feel like right. That you don't need already when the show starts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I definitely feel like though. It's gonna be between him and Daniel Bryan are going to be the ones to take the title off Omega because I don't think Hangman's going to beat him at full gear. I just don't. But I think with the match that they're building to... Was it the Marshmallow? I I mean, that was was good entertainment. It was. I thought it was good, but I I I still felt like this. I was like, kind of like, what the fuck, bro? Like, (laughs) like, I I, I knew he wasn't going to be the horse... I knew it was going to be somebody that's masked up. And, of course, it was Marshmallow Man because he was the only one that was closest. But it's like, like doing stupid little shit like that. Like, like I was talking to Chase about this. I was talking to Chase about this. Of them. 
he, Shice was talking about how uh, these guys have always done this, right? They've always enjoyed Halloween. They've always dressed up and their Halloween matches was always gimmicked up, which is true. But it's like, yo, if you're telling the story, this isn't the time to kind of gimmick the story up. You feel me? It was an like, easy way of them to sell the story by using the costumes. Yeah, but I feel Basically. like at, it kind of shows that I don't know. It's just some, it's something about the way they did it just didn't work for me. I'm like, oh, Adam Page ain't going to take the title. Like, he's definitely, Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, I was just, it, it kind of, it really upset me. I was just like, damn, the one person that, that needs to be really serious and come out and kick ass, like, is Adam Page. Like, yeah, it's cool that he fucking stealthily did the ninja move, whatever, and was the marshmallow guy, but I just, I, I, yeah, I felt like I that. I feel if Hangman doesn't get the title now, it's it's gonna, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like this is the perfect time, but then again, I'm pretty sure they want to do Daniel Bryan, you know, and Kenny Omega again. So yeah, they do like, want to do that, and they can do that whenever. Yeah, but I think AW is building towards Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk, with that title being on the line. I think that's what they're building to, bro. That'd be a big match for them. Wait, so nobody be wants a big to match, see CM think, Punk and Kenny Omega? I do. I want to see Punk and Omega. I want to see Bryan and Omega again. I want to see Punk and Cole. I want to see Young Bucks against Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. I want to see all that shit, and we're gonna get it. Yes. We're gonna get it, but I don't think it's gonna be 2021. I would, I would. That's love gonna for be the Briscoes to just pop oh up and get, and get God, a legendary bro. Briscoes and Young Bucks match. We seen them joints live, bro. That should be fire. But I don't, I don't think Have them Briscoe fits in the in the all inclusive atmosphere that is AEW's oh no you know, they're gonna bug out when everything. they see Dollar Rose and they're gonna bug out when they see certain people man yes especially Jay because everything I heard is always about Jay Briscoe it's always about him saying something doing something whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying so I mean we know I ain't gonna have but I'm just saying that show would be kind of cool because they always put on great matches but right. fellas we're about to wrap up episode 166 Damn, we oh, this podcast. Oh, we out here, bro. We 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 almost indictment, my nigga. We 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 going over there. We going over there. We getting there. We getting there. One six six kid. Episode one sixty six of the twenty by twenty podcast. We are your host Nathan McFly with B I N G Bing. You heard storyline tease on my body. You should. You gotta and now dangerously, dangerously, dangerously. Shout out to Storyline Tees. <laughs> Wearing it on the body. It knows my body. <laughs> so, shout out to you, Mr. McFly. He got the Nido. Now I mean. Thank you very much. He's also got the logo joint on. The Chicago 45 Punk. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> and he's also got the new flash shit. Oh, this that, shit. that's coming. That's this coming is tomorrow, coming. baby. 12 Sweet. noon, you heard. 12 noon. Sure. 12 oh, noon. Yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. Can't. Come, Come on. on. Yeah, I'm going to need that yellow joint in a large. You already know. 
And uh, that Bianca joint is, is lit. It's too yeah. lit. Yeah. yeah. That's a sponsor. Storyline seat. Guys, this was fun. Yeah, you know. uh, this was excellent. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Make her own a plus so controller Had this girl named Bova, her Nona Gave me recipes straight from Bologna Afterwards, grab the town, get nice as in Corona Post up in Spaghetti Park Watching Bocce Ball beef start The streets march was part and made and part Watching heat spark Dudes who kept raising blaze where they teeth are And yo, to speak art Came with aging grades I was raised in ways to learn to know Schools that thought most people couldn't speak on Peace, y'all Peace, y'all My people from Queens, God bless y'all Heart. I grew up hanging in parks after dark or in between schools. Never broke bread between fools, keeping tools and trying to follow street rules. Came into myself in adolescence, robbed a few spots with weapons. When it came to test my shit, I was never questioned. Several different drugs in my possession, stay repping queens, and I reckon that there's never been a close second. I've been slicking nice since I was 15. I'm just a kid from Queens, nothing don't mean shit to me I've been slicking nice since Flushing I was 15 Queens. I'm just a kid from yeah. Queens I'm 30 something from flushing the Queens galaxy where the Mets swing bats, the dudes flip cracks, females lean their anatomy. My day ones held me down like they was gravity. We elevated, move gradually. Queens forever in a polo sweater. Go from Queens to Medellin just to change the weather. You might have seen me in Queen Center in soft leather. Or with Raw Cena at Riviera's, the street science ever. Acai, ayahuasca, magic mushroom, alavaca, sipping my mahuana, my mahuana fuck to manana. They eat at Parkside with the mobsters, flushing New York, that's my motherland. Wipe my ass with the lefty with the other hand. I'm trying to make another gram without bagging grams. Lining niggas up on Instagram, you gotta understand street signs. Motherfucking street signs. Queens, nothing don't mean shit to me. It's H. Wall Snake on the beat. Shout out to LP. I saw. I saw.